Let's move on to the word of God this morning. Shall we turn our Bibles to Matthew's Gospel chapter 20 and we read verses 17 to chapter 21 and verses 22. Let's start with 20 and verse 17. We read half of chapter 20 and half of chapter 21. Matthew 20 verse 17, now as Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the 12 disciples aside and said to them, we are going up to Jerusalem and the son of man will be betrayed to the chief priests and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will turn him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified. On the third day, he will be raised to life. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came, of, came to Jesus and her sons and kneeling down asked a favor of him. What is it you want? He asked. She said, grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. You don't know what you are asking, Jesus said to them. Can you drink the cup I am going to drink? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, you will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at my right or left is for is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my father. When the ten heard about this, they were indignant with the true brothers. Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you instead. Whoever wants to be become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. As Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. Two blind men were sitting by the roadside. And when they heard that Jesus was going by, they shouted, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. The crowd rebuked them and told them to be quiet, but they shouted all the louder, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus stopped and called them, what do you want me to do for you? He asked. Lord, they answered, we want our sight. Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. Immediately, they received their sight and followed him. Verse, chapter 21, verse 1 to 22. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, tell him the Lord needs them and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to the daughter of Zion, see your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt, placed their cloaks on them. And Jesus sat on them, a very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road. While others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, Who is Jesus? The prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Jesus entered the temple area and drove out all who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves. 
it is written he said to them my house will be called a house of prayer but you are making it a den of robbers the blind and the lame came to him at the temple and he healed them but when the chief priests and the teachers of the law saw the wonderful things he did and the children shouting in the temple area hosanna to the son of david they were indignant do you hear what these children are saying they asked him yes they replied jesus yes replied jesus have you never read from the lips of children and infants you have ordained praise but he left them and went out of the city to bethany where he spent the night early in the morning as he was on his way back to the city he was hungry seeing a fig tree by the road he went up to it but found nothing on it except leaves then he said to it may you never bear fruit again immediately the tree withered when the disciples saw this they were amazed how did the fig tree wither so quickly they asked jesus replied i tell you the truth if you have faith and do not doubt not only you can do what was done to the fig tree but also you can say to this mountain go throw yourself into the sea and it will be done if you believe you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer a very a uh, long discourse uh, which an account which matthew is presenting here a presentation of what was going on right from the moment when jesus decided to go to jerusalem it actually begins in matthew's gospel chapter 20 and verses 17 onwards as we just read right in verse 17 it says as jesus was going up to jerusalem he took the 12 disciples aside and said to them we are going up to jerusalem and the son of man will be betrayed to the chief priests and to the teachers of the law they will condemn him to death and we will and will and they will turn him over to the gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified and on the third day he will be raised raised to life this is what was going to happen this is where jesus was heading to while we celebrate this morning as a palm sunday and all over the world the christian world celebrates this day as palm sunday as a day when jesus triumphantly rode into jerusalem and the people cut down palm branches and put them on the roads and put cloaks over the donkey and on the streets and this donkey carrying jesus rode into jerusalem and jesus was riding on it and here's this beautiful celebration of people you know clapping their hands and singing and shouting and saying hosanna to the son of david hosanna means lord save us which was both an exclamation of prayer and praise and as they were celebrating in this triumphant procession and the crowds were cheering and welcoming jesus into the city of jerusalem it did not begin on that day and his intention was not just for people to come around and celebrate and shout but jesus was actually entering jerusalem to go and die on the cross and this is so in the christian world again called as a passion week or the beginning of the passion week passion is a word that is used for many uh reasons on many different contexts the word passion is used while someone says that i'm very passionate about my job i'm very passionate about you know cars you know people are very passionate about many things people are passionate about a cause there's a great movement that is going around this country began with um from a pastor's wife here in chennai called as a dark is beautiful campaign 
and she's very often featured on uh, many of the national news channels well uh, where she's fighting against skin color bias and so she's very passionate about you know equality of uh, you know all people where everybody of different skin colors uh, will be treated fairly and in the right way equally and so people are passionate about different things but truly the word passion originated from this week which is called as a passion week where jesus was going to offer his own body shed his own blood give up his own life offer himself as a sacrifice on the cross for the sins of all mankind where he was going to suffer pain and that is what passion was actually referred to but you see this focus of jesus going to the cross coming into jerusalem began right earlier on in chapter 20 and verse 21 it didn't begin with chapter 21 but in matthew 20 and verse 17 onwards we see where he's speaking to the disciples telling about what is passion is and from there his journey to the cross begins of course it began right from his birth that's the reason why he came itself he came to die he was born to die and then to rise again but he begins his journey to the cross and his triumphant entry into jerusalem was walking to the cross and so i would like title for us this morning's message is walk to the cross hyphen his purpose bigger than the procession while everybody in the christian world this morning will focus on the procession and i want us to look at the the whole of scripture and look at the wider spectrum of what's going on to understand that the what's going on here is bigger than the procession itself there's a greater purpose there's a greater place that jesus is heading to and let's not get stuck with just the procession part of it alone of course that's a big highlight and that's what we're circulating around he wanted the disciples and the people who were following him to put their trust to put their faith in him in his words to follow him as a messiah that he was the one who came as a savior he came to die on the cross for our sins that's what he wanted the people to believe he wanted them to put their trust in him so that their souls would be saved and the purpose of him entering the jerusalem was not just to have a great celebration party it was not like one of these politicians of our day who would go on a procession rallying a crowd to follow them so that they get voted in he was entering in as king right here until then he was you know wherever he was going wherever he was serving wherever he was doing his miracles preaching the word teaching the disciples it was always low key he would always after a miracle tell people don't tell anybody about it but here he comes publicly here he comes out in the in the open for everybody to see and he asserts his position takes his rightful position as king because he himself can only rule and reign the hearts of people he came to rule and reign over the lives of people he came to take lordship over people's lives because that's why he created them so that he will be their god and they will be his people and he will dwell among them but because the fall of mankind because man went into sin 
men went away from the lordship of jesus went away from acknowledging that he is god they were no more his people the nations went away from him but here jesus comes to reach out to all of mankind and he first comes to the jews his chosen people and reveals himself and constantly is telling them that's why he came and he wants them to follow him put their trust in him so that their souls will be saved and they won't be doomed to hell that their their souls will not be lost in hell's fire and so his purpose was not just the procession itself but he was proceeding there asserting his rightful position taking his position as king if you read in chapter 21 in verses 4 and 5 this took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet say to the daughter of zion see your king comes to you gentle and riding on a donkey on a colt the foal of a donkey see your king comes to you gentle and riding on a donkey and so here he's coming as king he wants people to acknowledge him put their trust in him and takes his rightful position as king but here of course even though there was a procession even though there was celebration even though there were the cutting of the branches even though the crowds were shouting even though they were they were praising his name he was heading out with a bigger purpose and so let's not get stuck with the excitement of the crowds let's not get stuck with the noise let's not get stuck with the branches let's not get stuck with the singing and the songs alone but there was jesus coming through to offer himself as the ultimate sacrifice and this was his last explicit public appearance in making himself known as the earthly as his earthly public ministry was coming to a close in chapter 20 and we read verses 20 to 28 Here is a conversation as Jesus is heading into this purpose and into this direction you see the conversation the a petty conversation that's going on if I can put it that way in chapter 20 and verses 20 to 28 The mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons and kneeling down asked a favor of him This is very typical of any mother What is it you want he asked she said grant that one of these two sons of mine one may sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom somehow my sons should be right there taking that biggest place that's a desire of any good mother and that's not wrong and jesus responded to her saying you don't know what you're asking he didn't answer that prayer jesus said to them you can you drink the cup i'm going to drink referring to the cup of suffering referring to the cross that he is going to go to referring to the punishment the the sacrifice the pain that he is going to undergo the work that he is going to do which nobody else can do but only Jesus can do and he is asking her can you do, drink the cup i am going to drink we can the answer she didn't know what she was asking for she just thought that he is offering a cup of wine to drink oh she said we can And Jesus said to them you will indeed drink from my cup but to sit at my right or the or left is not for me to grant these places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my father yes one day she will drink the cup of suffering one day both her sons are going to be killed as martyrs for the sake of the gospel she is not aware of it most of the disciples died as martyrs for the sake of the preaching of the gospel and so he says oh you can you will indeed drink from my cup Yes one day you will drink from my cup the cup of suffering but 
to sit at the right or left is not for me to grant these places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my father verse 24 when the 10 heard about this they were indignant with the two brothers jesus called them together and said you know that the rulers of the gentiles lord it over them and their high officials exercise authority over them not so with you instead whoever wants to be great among you must be your servant whoever wants to be first must be your slave just as the son of man did not come to be served but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many they simply did not understand what jesus was trying to tell and where jesus was heading to jesus was heading to jerusalem why was he heading to jerusalem verses 18 and 19 talk about it he's going to be handed over to the gentiles he's going to be killed he is going to pay a penalty for the sins he's going to rise again he's going to suffer now they did not understand the mother of the sons of zebedee did not understand that and here she's asking for a position oh she thought he's going to die so who's going to take the closest position it might be difficult to ask who's going to take your position jesus let one of my sons become god that would be impossible to ask and so she's asking for the next best thing can they sit on the right and the left and immediately the 10 also began to focus on that they saw the mother of the sons of zebedee was asking you know for these two sons to sit at the right and the left and so they began to get agitated they said oh is it only for you guys what about us we are all equals here and so we should also be getting some position and they began to quarrel and they began to you know focus into the things uh, of 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 just human worth where who's going to get what kind of a place and so they were also indignant with the two brothers but jesus is teaching them again and he's telling them it's not about taking a position it's talking it's not about lording it over others it's not about you know becoming great in the eyes of people but it's about becoming a servant and that's why i have come also i have come to serve and not to be served i have come to give my life as a ransom for many i have come to die on the cross and sacrifice my life and so here jesus is teaching them that although he would receive praise and glory and honor you see while he's proceeding into jerusalem everybody's shouting and praising him they're crying out saying hosanna to the son of david they're saying blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord he receives praise he receives worship at the temple the children are shouting and praising him and while the chief priests are agitated about it he says to them you know don't, haven't you read that the scripture says you know from the lips of children and infants you award in praise jesus is ready to receive praise and worship and glory honor which is due to him and he receives it gladly but he is not here to entertain some human fleshly hero worship he is not striving and working for a position he is not asserting himself to become a king like the earthly kings where he can rally support and where he can exalt himself above others and he can exercise authority and control others so that for generations to come you know his family line will be preserved as king and he can you know and they can take control of royalty you get what i'm saying he was not here fighting for a human position he was not here asserting his position to be as king like the earthly kings not to lord it over them 
but he came as one who will serve he came gentle and riding on a donkey he took a lowly position he comes humbling himself willing to serve and that's his posture and not to take a position of authority and power and exercise it and lord it over them like the earthly you know gentiles who lord it over others he was not here to make himself look big in the eyes of people he was not here like an earthly leader living for name and fame and to establish himself and his kingdom he didn't come to establish an earthly kingdom at all for he said my kingdom is not of this world but he was not the kind of the king that the jews were expecting either they were expecting a messiah but they expected a different kind of messiah they expected a messiah who would come and overthrow the roman empire and restore the kingdom back to israel because now they were under roman rule and oppression and for many many centuries they were suffering and they've been taken captive very often and foreign kings were ruling them and so they wanted deliverance from these roman emperors and so they were fighting for it they were waiting for a messiah they were going through the prophets the prophetic writings and they were looking for a messiah they were praying for a messiah and even today unfortunately even though the messiah has come they still pray with those black hats and black robes standing by the western wall in the old city of jerusalem they wore they knock on the on the wall and pray that the messiah will come but they were expecting for this earthly messiah who will come and overthrow this roman rule and so that's why they were cheering that's why this procession that's why the crowds came because they knew the prophetic writings and it's getting fulfilled but they were waiting for a political deliverer but jesus comes as the savior of their souls to redeem them from sin which was a real bondage the real bondage was not just the political bondage but the bondage of the soul and so here what they were seeing the prophetic writings they were seeing jesus physically the messiah they were seeing the miracles that were happening look at right there in verses 29 to 34 in chapter 20 of matthew as jesus and his disciples were leaving jericho a large crowd followed him two blind men were sitting by the roadside and when they heard that jesus was going by they shouted lord son of david have mercy on us the crowd rebuked them and told them to be quiet but they shouted all the louder lord son of david have mercy on us jesus stopped and called them what do you want me to do for you he asked lord they answered we want for we want our sight jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes immediately they received their sight and followed him now these blind men heard that jesus was coming by and they called out to him lord son of david have mercy on him what they were actually calling out is for the messiah because the messiah was going to be the son of david it was all there in the prophets and the psalms were pointing to the messiah who will be who will come in the lineage of david and so they knew that jesus is the messiah who's even though they were blind they were able to see but the crowds who were seeing jesus did not understand that he is a messiah they shouted lord save us hosanna but were not saved they saw but they failed to see that he was going to the cross you see the disciples didn't understand 
the sons of zebedee didn't understand the crowds who were following him didn't understand they were just cheering but the blind men who didn't see saw who jesus was hallelujah how is how is it possible for the blind who could not see physically were able to see spiritually that jesus is the messiah jesus is the savior jesus is the son of david they were affirming his messiahship you can be witnessing his mighty miracles they saw the miracles they saw the crowd saw the miracles the miracles were a sign pointing that he is the messiah because it said they believe that when the messiah comes he will do amazing miracles and every miracle that jesus did as it says in john chapter 2 at the end of the story of the wedding at cana that this was the beginning of the miracles of jesus to show as a sign that he was a messiah and many could put his put their faith in him the reason why he did miracles the reason why he opened blind eyes the reason why he opened the deaf ears the reason why he made the lame to walk and the dead to rise was all to show that he is the messiah he is the savior he was going to die on the cross for their sins he is the one whom they were waiting for but they saw the miracles but they could not see that he is the savior you can be witnessing his acts his miracles the having great power encounters the instant signs and wonders as jesus was returning back to jerusalem after the palm sunday in chapter 21 verses 18 onwards if you read early in the morning as he was on his way back to the city he was hungry seeing a fig tree by the road he went up to it but found nothing on it except leaves then he said to it may you never bear fruit again immediately the fruit withered because for a fig tree when it had leaves it should also have fruit but it only had leaves and no fruit and so he he said may you never bear fruit again immediately the tree withered when the disciples saw this they were amazed how did the fig tree wither so quickly they asked they were amazed not in standing standing in awe and worshiping him but they were amazed at the fact that how it could so happen and jesus again did this kind of miracles to show them as a sign that he was a messiah so that they will understand everything that he says so that they will understand he's going to the cross and he's walking to the cross but they still not not did not capture it and so we can be witnessing many signs and wonders and miracles and we can be experiencing you know seeing the power of god working we can be seeing all of this we can get excited about it we can stand amazed about it but sometimes we may fail to see the purpose of his coming and why he has come into our own lives hallelujah you see he was walking to the cross and it was bigger than the procession his purpose was bigger than the procession his purpose was that he would go and offer himself as a sacrifice for the sins of all mankind that was bigger than the procession sometimes we get excited about the exciting things that happen and we can keep looking for the exciting things of life but we can lose sight of the purpose why jesus has come into our lives why has he chosen me why did he come into my life why did he proceed into my life as he entered jerusalem he has come into our lives 
the miracles were to glorify him and declare that he is lord to help people see that he is the messiah and to put their faith in him but only the children were truly shouting and praising him and he received it you see him receiving the praise from the mouths of children they understood the blind men understood it they saw him even though the disciples saw the victory withering immediately yet they did not see the messiah they could not see the connection between the prophets and the current fulfillment of every one of them you see right there in chapter 21 and verse 4 the bible says this took place to fulfill what the prophet spoke but even though they said saw the fig tree withering even though they saw the blind men healed even though they were hearing everything that jesus was saying they did not see that he is the messiah they could not make the connection what the, between what the prophets said and the current fulfillment right now and what was going to happen also even though jesus was saying everything plainly he was not speaking figuratively figuratively right now many times he spoke in parables it was very figurative but now he's speaking very plainly i'm going to die but they did not understand it they failed to understand what the prophets wrote they could not see the current fulfillment of it and so hence they could not have a prophetic view of things they only saw it politically they could not see the projection they could not project and see how prophetically these things are going to be fulfilled that we are standing in the middle of history history itself is going to be divided from this moment in a week's time bc and ad everything is going to shift they could not see the uniqueness of christ they could not see the uniqueness of what's going to happen while he's going to die on the cross they could not see it and because they did not understand the prophets and they could not understand the present fulfillment of it they could not project prophetically what was going to happen they only were dealing everything politically who is going to take that place who is going to sit on the left and the right for the chief priests the elders of the law the elders the teachers of the law even though they were teaching the scriptures they could not see it when they saw the crowds they only saw it politically oh look at all of the crowds are following him what about us they only saw it politically the crowds who followed and shouted and said hosanna son of david have you know and they said blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord the ones who welcomed the messiah were welcoming him politically they're making all that noise very politically not understanding the prophetic aspect of it the spiritual side of it are you with me this morning they were seeing everything but yet did not see that he was walking to the cross and the procession was bigger than the the, the purpose was bigger than the profession the procession the excitement was on the procession and today also we can get excited about the procession and miss the purpose hallelujah we can get politically looking at everything and not prophetically like the chief priests the pharisees even though they shouted hosanna lord save us they were still not saved because they didn't yet believe him that he is a messiah they did not understand he was going to the cross and die for the sins of mankind they used the right rhetoric but were looking for a political redeemer 
they used the right words but had a different understanding they were looking at the prophetic predictions they were looking at the prophetic predictions they knew what the prophet spoke they they spoke it they referred to it they used it when they spoke to jesus this is what is said in the books this is what is said by moses this is what is said by abraham they were connecting to the covenants they were connecting to the prophets they were connecting to the scriptures but yet did not see they could not comprehend it they saw jesus himself but he only saw him as a prophet when the crowds asked when the city was stirred they asked who is this verse 10 of chapter 21 who is this the crowds answers this is jesus the prophet of Na- from nazareth in galilee they were looking at the prophetic predictions but failed to comprehend it they saw jesus himself as a prophet in a misguided manner and not as a savior of their souls they did not see that he came to save people from sin even after jesus rose again let me show this very interesting thing come with me to acts chapter 1 Jesus dies on the cross. Jesus spent three and a half years with his disciples. He suffers and he rises from the dead. And look at Acts chapter 1 and verse 6. So when they met together, that is Jesus and the disciples, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? After teaching them for three and a half years after telling them everything plainly in Matthew chapter 20 I'm going to die I'm going to rise again after explaining the scriptures to them after doing the signs and wonders and miracles after fulfilling the prophetic writings that your king will come riding on a donkey after they following the donkey and they were the ones who brought the donkey to him also but they were like a donkey after he dies suffers and rises from the dead and they touch him and see and he comes and serves fresh fish for breakfast he cooks it for them and he shows them his wounds now they are asking after everything is done are you going to king restore the kingdom of israel now what kind of a jesus are you looking for they were wondering they went back fishing because they were wondering who's now going to feed us as long as we were with jesus we had free food no food multiply the food multiply the little boy's lunch and we all got food it's not just vegetarian either it was not like manna this was variety buffet everywhere And very often Jesus was also eating. He was going to the Pharisee's house. He was going to the sinner's house. Huh? He was going to here and there. He was going to Lazarus's house. He was going to Zacchaeus's house. He was doing the last supper. He was eating. And so the people, you know, mocked him and called him, he's a glutton. You go through the Gospels and see how many times you find Jesus was eating. The record of Jesus is eating. He didn't come to eat. but the disciples were well fed they were taken care of they were with jesus they were having a good time when the storm came he would subside it 
when they needed food they were hungry he would provide them everything was given and so they went back fishing after jesus rose from the dead but he had invested their lives three and a half years he had done this work of salvation for all of mankind and here they have to be they are commissioned to go and take the gospel to the whole world but they still did not understand they are asking are you going to restore the kingdom to israel right now and he also told them plainly my kingdom is not of this world but still they did not see it what kind of a jesus are you looking for how do you see jesus this morning do you see him as a god who meets your day to day needs doing miracles that he has to make you feel that you are a pet child that he do you want him to always keep pampering you and providing for you and and telling you that you are the most special to him or are you seeing him working his purposes in your life and are you walking with him even if it means to walk with him to the cross he was walking to the cross and his purpose was bigger than the procession yes it went through a procession but his purpose was bigger than a procession don't get stuck with how jesus can feed your desires do miracles for you keep you happy and benefit you and see begin to see what he has purposed for your life because you have been created here on purpose he and he has proceeded to enter your life to be as king and lord and savior over your life for a purpose hallelujah what kind of a jesus are you looking for how do you see jesus this morning who do you want to walk with him even if it means to the cross and do you see that purpose that he has for your life bigger than the procession he wants to be king over your life he wants to be the lord over your life he wants to be the master of your life he wants to be the savior of your soul who do you want to give your life in his hands and say lord walk into my life and have your way and let your purpose be fulfilled Hallelujah as you entered Jerusalem with your purpose for your purpose and you did and fulfilled your purpose even though nobody saw it you walked up to the cross and I'm willing to walk with you and you be my king you be my lord you be my savior even if it means to walk with you to the cross Hallelujah And so let's not get stuck with how Jesus can feed our desires do miracles for us and how he can keep us happy and how we can benefit from him how we can use him for our benefit and let's see what is his purpose if not if not we don't realize this truth if not we will be upset with him for not doing enough for us like the disciples asked him after he rose from the dead they asked him are you going to restore the kingdom now they still felt he has not done enough we were waiting that he would restore the kingdom we thought when he came into jerusalem he is going to restore the kingdom it didn't happen we thought when he rises again probably now is the time they always felt he is not done enough are you now going to restore the kingdom to israel they were looking to the messiah but they're looking to him for the wrong reason 
if you don't realize that you can be walking with him even if it means to the cross that the that the purpose that he has called you for the purpose he has chosen you for the purpose he you are his child the reason why he has called you is that he will be king over your life that he will be lord over your life that you will give your desires and your will and everything that you want for your life over to him and allow him to be the lord and the master and the king of your life if you don't realize that and if you do, if that doesn't happen if not you will be upset always thinking that jesus has not done enough for you are you with me this morning if not you will ask him to put you in a higher place than others like the mother of the sons of zebedee asked and the other 10 were also indignant because if those two guys are going to get that place one on the right and one on the left what about us 10 of us how can two people get prominence you'll be seeking for how you can get more elevation more prominence how you can be look more bigger in the eyes of people you'll be f- driven by the flesh and if that's not happening you'll get upset or you will keep asking him to put you in a higher place than others you will get stuck in your relationship with jesus at the level of this earth and for things that are very temporal if you don't realize who jesus is if you don't see him the right way as a king and the lord and the master of your life as a savior of your soul where he has walked into your life for a purpose and he has taken hold of you for for a purpose if you don't realize that he may be giving you signs and doing wonders and miracles like he did for the disciples by making the victory wither in a moment but yet you will miss the message he was he is conveying to you he will do miracles he will show you signs and wonders but you might get you might miss the message that he is speaking to you he's talking about his purpose and they missed the purpose let me read to us what one of the greatest songwriters and singers who's reached millions who's a phenomenal award winner a singer composer great artist carmen just wrote about a few uh, weeks back a couple of weeks back on 31st of march how he sees life and how he sees jesus let me just read this for you after 40 years of doing all this music and being one of the greatest singers in the Uh, reaching out to young people teenagers all across the nations an award winner after 40 years i think i know a well timed attack when i see one i am about to go into the studio and start recording a song about my cancer healing testimony but i needed a routine checkup first i'm a bit concerned because the doctors gave me 3 to 5 years of remission time and i'm past my fourth year going into my fifth the doctor discovered on my shoulder a tumor the size of a golf ball now i need surgery to remove it for biopsy is just the timing lines up with the end of my remission cycle maybe this could be my last recording i just don't know at this point any time i've been in the situation i've come to you all for prayer and things turned out turned around well this is one of those times again ironic the title of the song is god is still on the throne 
so my faith is being challenged faith to finish this record and finish my course i'm sure the enemy of my soul wants to cut it short so i'm asking for your love and prayers the past couple years i've been able to lead over 5000 people to christ and in my heart i feel like there's a few more i still need to get to your prayers are effective and powerful and i'm asking for them today please share this with a friend i believe some day the end of my journey will indeed come but not yet there's still a bit more work to do you see the purpose bigger than the procession he's walking to the cross he's got his purpose bigger he's not just looking for a miracle he's not looking just for the healing he's not looking just for a sign he's not looking just for a way out of this sickness so that he can do more recordings and that learn him more royalty but his purpose stands bigger and the reason why he's asking for prayer is not just for healing for healing sake not just for deliverance sake of course that's important for him but his purpose stands higher see him fulfilling his purpose through your life have a prophetic point of view regardless of the good or the bad and walk with him even if it means walking to the cross that's how our purpose can become bigger than the procession see him fulfilling his purpose through your life have a prophetic point of view of life regardless of the things that happen whether good or bad even if it means to walk up to the cross let his purpose be bigger in your life than your procession than the celebration than the goodness than the nice things what the disciples couldn't see the mother couldn't see the disciples couldn't see the mother couldn't see the crowds who went around jesus rallying and singing could not see the crowds who were with him while he healed the blind men could not see the blind men saw hallelujah the blind men saw what the seeing people could not see the blind men saw jesus as the son of david they believed him they would, could not physically see but they saw him as a god who is come among us as the prophets and the psalmist wrote and he is the son of david in matthew's gospel chapter 21 come back again matthew 21 and we read verses 5 4 and 5 again matthew 21 this was fulfilled what the prophets wrote say to the daughter of zion see your king comes to you gentle and riding on a donkey on a coal the foal of a donkey this was to fulfill what the prophets spoke that the messiah is going to come but he's not just going to be messiah he's going to be king as well he came triumphantly into jerusalem as king not looking for support to like the earthly kings if you see him as he came if you understand his purpose now if you see him as the way he came and for the reason why he came if you understand his purpose now and his purpose in your life why he is there in your life if you have a different point of view of your own life now he is your king hallelujah he is your king riding into your life he received praise 
he healed many he cleansed the temple he is looking for fruit he received praise he healed many he cleansed the temple he is looking for fruit hallelujah brother sister if jesus is your king he will receive your praise hallelujah he is worthy of praise and when you praise him with the understanding that the purpose of his coming is bigger than the procession and if you are saying i am willing to walk up even if it means to the cross but i am willing to walk with him and if you are saying he is my king he is ready to receive your praise and your praise becomes very meaningful it's not just an empty praise assuming like how they did that he's going to be a political deliverer but your praise will be true your praise will be to who he is true to who he is your praise will be you know sensible your praise will be intelligent your praise will be meaningful your praise will be true hallelujah he's going to receive your praise many praised him many exalted him many looked up to him but for many different reasons some looked up to him for miracles some looked up to him as a great man and followed him some cheered him so that he will be their political deliverer some cheered him thinking they can also with their association with them they will get a position somewhere but the blind men praised him hallelujah the children who saw the miracles praised him for who he was hallelujah let your praise be different from this morning onwards amen well, who is the jesus you see what is it what are you looking for in jesus what kind of a jesus do you see this morning let him be king over your life let his purpose be bigger in your life may he walk into your life and may you give him the full permission to walk into your life so that he, he will have his purpose fulfilled in your life which is bigger than everything else because he's called you with a purpose because he's entered your life with a purpose because he's king over your life with a purpose when you give your life your will your desires your honor and praise all to him he receives praise but your praise is going to be very different he heals many but your reason the reason why you want healing is so that you will fulfill his purpose you saw what happened to carmen you see what he's writing well it looks like there's a relapse but his purpose stands higher but still he wants a healing for his purpose hallelujah for his glory so that the job can be done so that he can get to many more too 5000 have been saved in a couple of years but he wants he knows that he needs to get to many more too so why do i want healing he's willing to heal but why do i want my blessing all for his purpose hallelujah praise you jesus amen he cleanses the temple he was not just driving out people so that he can come and uh, establish his authority over them but he was bringing a cleansing and jesus if he is truly your king he will cleanse you you will ask him to cleanse you 
you will want him to be glorified you will want him to take his place and you will want him to be sanctifying you all the time washing you with his precious blood he is able and he is willing to sanctify you he is able to cleanse you he is able to set you free from every sin he is able to make your life new and whole again he is able to help you to restart your life you can begin again hallelujah he comes and he cleanses the temple he he opens a new way of living they had a way of living they were cheating they were buying and selling they were exploiting the weak they were laundering money but here he is bringing a new way of life hallelujah from this moment onwards when jesus enters your life as king he can change the rest of your life the course of your life can change forever he can just sanctify you if you will just ask him lord cleanse me he came and cleansed he came to cleanse people that's a, that's the reason why he came it's the sick who need the doctor that's what he said it's the sinners who need a savior hallelujah if you're saying i am a sinner he's right there willing to cleanse you sanctify you make your life whole and new once again he can help you to restart your life he can restore your life you can begin afresh and he is looking for fruit he's not just impressed with the form of life in that fig tree but he's looking for fruit the reason why the tree exists the fig tree exists so that it will yield fruit and he wants us he wants to see the outcomes of our lives he wants to see the fruit of the spirit manifesting in our life he wants to see us live productive lives effective lives not to live ineffective unproductive lives he wants us to be doing good works that will bear good fruit Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Brother sister, Jesus will receive your praise and your praise will be very different as you receive him as king this morning as he triumphantly rode into Jerusalem. Let him enter your life and let his purpose become bigger than the procession and the celebration that the excitement of the miracles. Just let's not just look for how Jesus can benefit us, but let's see how his purpose is bigger. he will receive your praise and your praise will be very different from this morning he will heal you but your healing and your blessing and everything your deliverance and everything is for his purpose he will cleanse you and sanctify you and make you whole and new again and he wants you to bear good fruit and fruit that will last hallelujah may jesus ride into our lives may you walk with him even if it means to walk up to the cross and let his purpose be bigger than the celebration and the procession the branches and the cloaks and the donkey and the shouts hallelujah may god bless you even as you see jesus differently this morning may you behold his beauty and may we worship him as the king of kings and the lord of lords